Okay, welcome back to the NRT Podcast. It's finally starting to get warm outside. I put on my radio voice that I don't have. Um, today we're talking about NRT's next show, which is The Last Five Years, which is going live this April 8th to through the 10th. And we have Brian and Kelly from the show here. Uh, so how are you guys doing? Thank you for mm-hmm. coming on. Great. Thanks so much for having us, Matt. I'm so excited to talk to you about the show. <laughs> I am also very excited to talk to about the talk about the show. <laughs> well, <laughs> thank you. I'm glad you guys are <laughs> I'm glad you guys are able to be on. Um, and uh, Brian, I don't know if you if it's okay if you just want to take a, a quick second, um, give a quick summary of the show and what it is and what people can expect to see. Um, yeah. This week. Sure. So the last five years is a story about two people, uh, Kathy Pyatt and Jamie Wellerstein, who are a young couple and it chronicles their story from when they first meet and have their first date all the way to when they get married and then finally divorce. However, the show is told in a very unique fashion in the fact that uh, the show starts with Kathy at the end of the relationship and Jamie at the beginning. Uh, and then they go opposite ways and they meet in the middle once at their wedding, then they go the other way. So the show ends with Jamie at the end and Kathy at the beginning. So you get like their whole perspective. And it's a really unique show, especially for now in this time, because most of the show is solo. So it was able to be filmed and performed completely socially distant and masked in lovely Schwab Auditorium, thanks to all the amazing people there. Uh, and it's just been a really cool ride. So I'm really excited for people to see it. Kelly, do you have anything to add that I missed about this show? I don't think so. I think you did a pretty good job with explaining it so far. Thanks. Yeah, and uh, and uh, Kelly here is uh, one of one of Brian's assistant directors. Um, this is your first, this is your first NRT show, right? So this is your first like, is this your first NRT show involved? I teched High School Musical, but technically, other than that, this is my first NRT show. Yes. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, that was, I'm, I'm sure, an invigorating first experience <laughs> for the club. <laughs> Indeed, it was. <laughs> But uh, but now you're really getting into the nitty gritty because you're not just there for for Tech Week. You're there for the whole experience. So, really quick, talk about that because I know you um, you worked uh, very heavily in Sound of Music, and you were also uh, involved in uh, Mamma Mia as well. But you were you're involved in some thespian productions before this. How did it differ, kind of going into the uh, NRT side of things? Um, well, I definitely think that it's a lot more on fewer people like in thespian shows there's like so many committees so many people like working together and here it was a very small tight-knit group which I feel like both types work in their own different ways but it was really cool to just have like a few people working on a project together that's just so intimate like this show and I thought that was really exciting and I had a really good time yeah, I, I definitely agree. It, it's um, not saying you don't get a personal experience out of like a thespian show, but when uh, when it's tech week or I guess in your guys' case like recording week, <laughs> you're you're spending all day hammering it out, and uh, you all get really uh, really really close, and um, that really uh, I think has has the most effect. At least it did on me. Um, I don't know if it's say the same for you guys. No, it definitely did, especially like this whole week and not having an NRT show for so long, having something that's really close to a normal NRT show, which is really great. And I think, I don't know, I, I hope the cast had a good time. I think they had a good time, and I'm really hoping they're going to love the product once it comes out. Let's uh, talk about the 
other uh, members of the staff who aren't here real quick, because I, I want to give everybody credit. Um, Tori's another assistant director that you guys have. Aaron is uh, your vocal and music director. Uh, Marley Cohen uh, is your stage manager. And you have Sam Austin putting the with the tech as the tech director putting the film together and uh, with uh, Jen at her side as well because Jen's an NRT that Jen 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 does everything. Nothing that's in my, this could happen without Jen Ray's. I will die true. on that hill. <laughs> we love her. <laughs> so, what's it like been being able to work with those guys uh, throughout this entire process? So it's been really amazing. Uh, if you read Aaron's director's note in the program, you can see her the way she starts it is it. It really like gave me a like my heart i was like oh um she says like brian sent me a text that said call me in the middle of february last year like in the middle of the semester last semester uh and i called her in october i was like let's do this and you know aaron carried all the music and vocals on her back like she did a remote pit in schwab's gallery like it was crazy they had zero rehearsals before actually being together in the pit uh in schwab and they actually pulled it together they sound wonderful um Tori is amazing to work with because she is so tuned in on like the intense character. Same with Kelly. You guys are both like, I kind of, I feel like get lost sometimes in the overarching idea and the practicality of it. And Tori and Kelly really helped me focus in on the character and help the actors get deeper. Um, Marley literally kept me so in line all the time. Marley with the schedule together for Schwab, she put it all together. We finished a whole day early actually because of how amazing her schedules were um, and the talent of the actors. Uh, and then Jen and Sam just coming in that last week and, really making the thing and doing it. And like when we sat down for Brass Hacks, they got there with their cameras and they they got some really amazing shots and we got to do some really cool things. I'm excited to see the final product. Um, also the cast was so cool to work with, Sean and Marley and, and Maggie, like they all brought something so different and unique to each of these roles. And I could not imagine doing the show without each of them truly because they were just so awesome. Yeah, I, I was just about to touch upon the cast real quick. So yeah, you got you guys have got some real like, Musical talent there, I guess you could say. Yeah, and, we do. Very um, lucky. <laughs> and another thing is when you have, uh, I, I was thinking about this the other day, since you're having to, you have multiple people playing the same roles um, throughout the same semester, but they play it in, I guess, their own way in a certain way as well. So what's been your experience uh, like working with other people, uh, different people kind of playing the same character, but in their own special way? Yeah, so that's a great question. Um, when it comes to Kathy, there is no right or wrong way to play her. And I think in Maggie and Marla, you get two incredibly different, but overall phenomenal performances. Um, Marley's Kathy, which we'll enjoy this weekend, is very much, is a little more mature and very much like jaded. And everything about her and her performance um, kind of echoes to that and the way that the audience can sympathize with Kathy, but also say, I understand why Jamie acts the way he does. I understand like, cause we, we have this overarching goal of like, you know, it's very easy to sit and say, Jamie's the bad guy, but how can we even it out and say, you know, they're both wrong for each other in their own right. And I think Marley and Sean play that dynamic well. Um, Maggie's performance, which we'll hopefully enjoy as a private club showing in the summer um, is very pure and very loving. Like she, lo she has so much of a pure love for Jamie uh, and it breaks your heart actually when you see everything that happens. And it, it, it's so amazing to see because they're both incredibly different actresses but they're both so talented. Um, and I, I can watch both of them endlessly and never get bored because they're always coming up with new things. Those have new little things. Um, Kelly, do you have anything to say? Because I, I know you've worked a lot with them in character and stuff. Yeah. Um, so when we did every run and every rehearsal, 
sometimes we would ask questions about the character, like, when do you think Jamie and Kathy met? Where do you think they met? How do you think Kathy's feeling at this specific moment? And I feel like it was really cool to hear them give different answers. Like they didn't feel like they needed to be playing the part the same way, even though it is the same part. And it's really refreshing to see a new take on it. If we were filming and we saw like a carbon copy of the same thing, it would be like a little boring, but the way they just brought themselves into the role and really yet felt Kathy within their own personalities is just something really, really cool to see. Definitely, definitely. And you get to work, I guess, in this pretty cool environment. Uh, you guys had the opportunity to film in, in Schwab Auditorium, which is, I guess, it's weird. This NRT this year, or this, but basically this ent- these entire two semesters, um, have have really actually been able to work more in, in Schwab technically, and then that's a I think that's a really cool experience because uh, our usual classroom uh, avenue is was unfortunately closed for us. But talk about talk about your experiences in Schwab because I know you both have worked in Schwab before, but more on the thespian side of things. Yeah. So when I proposed this show, I went to Michael and Tyler. Well, before I proposed the show, and I was who are the event managers at Schwab? For those who don't know, um, and went to them, and I was like, I want to do this here. I think it could be great. This is the perfect space for it. And they were very on board. They've been extremely supportive, and I could not be more grateful to them. Um, they're like, this is perfect. Let's do it. And NRT was uh, show selection and exec were very in support of it. Um, UPAC was funding 100% of the cost this semester, so we got to do it in there basically for free as a club. Um, and getting to work in Schwab is a whole new experience. Like I have been in there several, several times for thespian productions. As someone who's pretty much been involved in thespian production, I've seen in my time. Um, and I, I tried to use my experience and bring that there and say, you know what, like got to like an IRT show is an IRT show. At the end of the day, you got to apply the experience of the, of the space you're in. Um, and I think Michael and Tyler were really open to everything and anything we were doing. They were so nice to have the access to the lighting and the sound systems at Schwab, to have access to the green rooms and the wing space and the stage. Um, it's basically a bigger version of the flex. And it was just, it was a really great time. Um, I think they were like the Schwab staff, everyone there was so nice. Like without them, we could never gotten anything off the ground. Um, getting to have the remote pit was a new thing that we got to use because we were in Schwab. Uh, Aaron was on this actually little TV monitor where the actors, if you when you watch it, you won't be able to see, but um, they could see Aaron on a, a big TV monitor the whole time. So she would like cue them in and they start singing, um, which is not normally a resource we'd get if we were in the form or the flex because um, they'd have to look over to her and then she'd have to cue them. But it was just, it was amazing. And it's one of the first NRT shows we've fully done in Schwab. Uh, and I hope it's not the last because this is something that could be really cool in the future, maybe one or two a year. Um, if they'll let us in venues where they need us. And I think it could be something really fun. Kelly, I know you haven't gotten in there a lot with Thespian stuff, but how was it for you? Yeah, um, actually this was, uh, besides doing like costumes in front of House for Heathers, this was my first time doing a show, well, filming a show for the entire tech week in Schwab. And I just thought it was very cool, very interesting. And I mean, it's sad that I haven't gotten to before because of the pandemic, but genuinely, I think it was such a cool experience to just be able to be near a stage again after not being able to see live theater or do live theater for so long. Uh, at one point, I had to go backstage to get Marley a pair of shoes and just being backstage, I was like, oh my God, I'm actually like doing this again. It just felt almost surreal and it was just, it was so good, so exciting. 
when uh, when proposals opened up for I, you touched on this a little bit when you were talking you were talking about talking to uh, Michael and Tyler, but um, when proposals opened up uh, for spring, what made you choose this show? What was what was what spoke to you? I guess about the oh, last five that's years. A great question, Matt. Um, so we were we were in the heat of things like last semester in the middle of all the classes and everything going on, and it was like Octoberish. So it's been almost. Oh my goodness, six, it's been six months since uh, this has all gone down. Um, and the last of you is actually show, I had the proposal written. So I was actually gonna propose it for about two years ago, I was gonna, or a year and a half ago. I was gonna propose it for the fall round. Um, so I was gonna propose it and like, hopefully be one of the first shows we were in person and then do it. And I, I, so I had this proposal written and as we were getting closer, and I, I saw we were doing some things in Schwab, we had things slid in Schwab. So I was like, you know, what, let me just reach out to them and see if it could work. Let me see if like, why, why not? Like, if they're letting us do things now, why don't they let us do this? So I emailed Michael and Tyler and I was like, can, you know, I want to do the last five years. Can we do this? And they were like, let's do it. So I proposed it. And I think the thing maybe we want to propose this show in particular is it is perfect for the environment we're in right now. As much as it sucks to be in the middle of a global, pan a global pandemic, um, this show works. And the, like the actors are truly never in the same space. I'm hoping people, things people take away from the show and they watch it is even when Jamie and Kathy are together, they're never together. And I think the COVID blocking helps with that because it's saying like, even when they're in the same space, even when they're at the wedding, they're not touching, they're not six feet, they, they're not there together. You know, they're always on different wavelengths. They're always out there. Um, and I think that's something the audience can take away and that the COVID blocking lends itself to it. Um, even with the masks and stuff though, the actors gave incredible performances and even proposing this show thinking we wouldn't have to wear masks or however it's gonna look, I had it in mind. And I was like, if we do, we do. And we ended up having to, and it was still amazing. Um, and I want to propose the show because it, it means something. I said in my director's note, like, this is the first musical I saw where I feel like everyone could relate to, because whether it's a romantic relationship or not, everyone has relationships that end simply because of who they are. And Kathy and Jamie would don't work out because of who they are. They try to work, make it work. And that may not be always relevant or obvious, but they're always on some level trying to make it work. There's always some level of difficulty. They don't always quite fit. Um, and I think that's something we can all relate to, whether it's, again, on a romantic level, on a personal level, on a friendship level. And I think it's really beautiful. Um, and I'm hoping the audience can see that. That was a great answer. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, Kelly, when, when you saw this was a, a show, what made you want to uh, apply to assistant directed? Oh, so many things. Um, this is actually one of my top five shows of all time. This summer, I got to say, I watched the movie about five times on my own accord it's just like the soundtrack is so good and everything Jason Robert Brown does is so purposeful and getting into the minds of all the characters is just like it's interesting but it's also like fun to you know really think about why they did this and we did this a lot with the cast asking why does Kathy sing these words here why does Jamie sing this why is this the title of the song and when I found out that this was gonna be a show we were gonna be doing, I was very excited. And I prepped a lot for that AD interview. Brian, I hope I was thorough enough. I well, was very thorough. <laughs> I was very thorough. Um, I was getting this show or else. Like, um, it's just so beautiful as Brian was saying, and so complex and so uniquely human that, I just, I really wanted to do it. I can't remember exactly if it was when 
the big little reveal or after that. But I, I think I remember uh, seeing you say something or, or hearing you say something about like, I can't stop listening to the soundtrack. I've been listening to it all, all the whole time. And, uh, you know, I don't remember that, but it definitely sounds like <laughs> something that I would say. I, I, I will say if, if it was, I'm, I'm, maybe I'm, maybe I'm remembering somebody else, but I think, I think it was either way. It is a very addictive soundtrack. So I must say, so it, it's, it pulls you in uh, very much so. Brian, you touched on this a little bit earlier, but what really went uh, into filming this production? Because you didn't uh, you didn't just film it like start to finish and stuff like that. Yeah. So what was how how was that process for you guys? So it was new. First of all, it's brand new. Um, this is something like this is a new type of theater to us. Um, I know it sounds a little dramatic, but it really is. Um, so filming because of the way the university set their guidelines right now. Um, we can only film a half hour on the stage and a half hour off to let the air circulate so that no one's getting sick or anything. Um, so the way that would work is we would be called into Schwab around 630. Uh, we give the actors about 30 minutes, get hair and makeup, get their masks set. And I told them, and they were incredible in adapting because we would tell them like, okay, you're on the stage at seven. We're assuming you're ready to go. Aaron and the pit are ready. They have been practicing all week. Like as soon as lights and sound are ready, like I'd be on a headset. So on the headset was myself, this Marley as stage manager, um, Sam and Jen on the cameras, Michael and Tyler, like all this, everything. And like around 6.58, they'd be all sitting back there and we'd just be talking and then they'd go like, okay, lights ready, sound ready, um, pit ready. And then the bells that Old Main would start ringing and Michael and Tyler would say, okay, Aaron, whenever the bells are done, you're ready to start. So we tell the actors, when you stop, when the bell, when Aaron starts, you're on. And if something's wrong, tell us. Like in the very, in a very, I know that sounds harsh, but in a very open way of like, we're assuming you're ready unless you're not. So if you're not, you gotta let us know. Um, so they be, the music would start, they'd be on. And we were really efficient in the way we were timing things because we finished filming actually a whole day early. So we had um, Sunday night from six, basically from like seven to 9.30 to film. Um, so we'd have three half hour blocks. So from seven to 7.30, eight to 8.30 and nine to 9.30. And then we'd be out of there by like 9.45. So Schwab's have to clean up and Cool shot by 10. Um, so we would do these half hour blocks. And again, we finished. So we got Sunday through Thursday. We finished like pretty much the whole show. Um, we were doing reshoots mostly on Thursday. And then we spent from 7 to 7.30 on Friday doing one block of reshoots. And then we struck and we were out of there by 8. Um, and then we didn't have to use Saturday. So we ended the whole day and a half early. Uh, Sam and Jen were in there with their cameras pretty much. We spent Sunday and Monday um, having in quote Schwab days. So like a typical, like in space day. So they can, cause they have never been on the stage before, before Sunday, they never been on the stage and moving. Um, so we gave them Sunday, Monday. So Sunday we did like the whole show with the soundtrack. Um, and then Monday we did the whole show basically with the pit. We sang through 12 out of 14 songs, which was a lot more than I thought we'd get through. Um, and we, again, doing the half hour on half hour off, making sure everyone was safe. And then we started hard on Tuesday with filming and they were great. And Sam and Jen were setting up their cameras all day Monday, getting different shots and angles. And we even ended up getting some really cool like after shots on the stage, which were really cool, like with the rings and things like small things that I'm sure we'll see in the final product. Um, but filming was a brand new type of experience. And Marley Cohen put together that whole schedule, which was beautiful. It was color coded. It was amazing. We'd spend a half hour in Schwab and then we'd spend a half hour in the green room. Um, additionally, we couldn't sing in the space unless it was our half hour. So we'd warm up outside. So Kelly and Aaron would warm up the actors outside. Um, but it was really new and unique. But I, I think it was an overall fun experience. I'm hoping. I mean, I, I, I know it was very stressful, but I think that um, everyone had a good time, hopefully. Dedication. That's the word. <laughs> very dedicated directing staff and crew and cast um and i 
uh, I know it's going to be it's definitely worth it. So uh, this is something that you you guys get to hold on to for forever. So that, that's a uh, that's very special. To kind of like uh, uh, go off of that in a way. We talked about your experiences with um, uh, within the cast and crew and and what went into putting the show together. At the end of the day. What does, because uh, I know, I know, Brian, you got to also work on Our Town, which is a very, like, meaningful show uh, and was a, a very meaningful production. But how is, how, what does this show, what did this show experience mean to you guys? Honestly, I, I, it's so hard to put into words because it was something that I was so, I was so excited about and I was so passionately, like, here for. I, to me, this show is everything that like NRT can do in a time when it's so like we are not the world is not doing theater right now. Broadway is not doing theater. And I think in a broader aspect, to me, this show is like hope and it's like a light of like we can still do theater. We can still do shows. We just gotta scale it back and we gotta think about our limitations and you know, not bite off more than we can chew and making sure that we're running smooth. But it hopefully it's a small step into a bigger future of getting our theater back and getting our traditional NRT um set up back back and forum back and flex um on a smaller scale of like this show in particular why i wanted to do the show in the first place uh i i only do sad shows unfortunately like from ad and cabaret and, and our town and now this uh i i really only like to touch the sad shows um except for spelling bee shout out spelling bee um but this show is so meaningful because it is a story that like love, love can tell a million stories. Like there's so many different ways to talk about love and the way that we love each other and whether we love selfishly or unselfishly. Um, and I do truly believe that Jamie and Kathy had like loved, genuinely loved each other at one point or another in their relationship. It's just wasn't meant to be. Um, and to me, it's like bringing a story to light about love and bringing a story about, you know, what, like this may not have worked out, but this is their journey. And their journey is so much, so valid, like as, as valid as any, working relationship would have been. Um, and I, I think this is a show that everyone can take something away from because you see yourself, you see your family, you see your friends in these characters. You see, like everyone can relate to something Jamie or Kathy says. You're like, oh, I felt this way before. Like I felt like I can do better or I felt like I wasn't enough or I felt like I was constantly climbing uphill, uh, whether that be academically, socially, mentally. Um, and I think it's a really important story to be telling because it's not your happy ending. And life isn't full of happy endings. But if we shine light on it, then we can kind of learn from it and build our own experiences from it. Yeah, um, I couldn't say that any better myself. Uh, it's just really a beautiful, beautiful show, a beautiful piece of artwork, basically. And just the fact that we're doing theater again is something very exciting. The fact that we filmed a show and no matter what, we have something to show to the world and to have forever. Um, I remember when we filmed the first run, um, Brian said to Marley and Sean, uh, he said something like, no matter what happens, if Penn State goes home today, we have a show. And that's just the most exciting thing in the entire world. I keep saying exciting, but it is really exciting. We're doing a show, we have a show. And it's crazy to think about because the last show that I finished was High School Musical, and that was over a year ago. And as someone who's done like three, four shows a year before that, it's crazy to think of a year with nothing. But this is something, and not to brag, but it's something really good. Um, 
the show has meant so much to me and I bet so much to the rest of the cast and crew. It's just, I can't wait for everybody to see it. Well, I know it's going to mean a lot to everybody who gets to watch it as well. So uh, thank you guys for, for doing that uh, and being involved in it because I know you put your A effort into everything and it's going to be great. How can everyone watch this show this week? Yeah, so uh, hopefully NR2 will be making a Facebook event, but otherwise, if not, there is a Show Takes For You link. Um, so the show is uploaded to Show Takes For You, and the show is completely free. It has, again, no refund theater. It's because we don't give refunds because our shows are free. Um, so you can go to the link. Uh, you can purchase any ticket for Thursday, Friday, or Saturday. There's not like a limited amount of tickets, and there's no cost. So you can purchase as many as you want for as many devices as you want. Um, you'll then get an email with a link and an access code. And you click the link and you put in your access code probably about like 655, like five minutes before the event. And then at seven, the event will start. So we're actually going to be uploading the show probably tonight. Um, and then it'll be up at that link. So everyone can check it out. Uh, it's going to be exciting. Uh, I'll just say on the show takes platform. You can see like we have all the artists listed. So all the cast, the crew, the pit. Um, we also have our program links there to a link to Google Docs. You can kind of view it and scroll through. I encourage everyone who watches the show to read the program because, you know, there's a lot of really nice things in there from not only Aaron and myself, but from all the cast and crew. Uh, and there's some people we have to thank in particular, especially because Carrie Love at the School Theater who helped make this show happen, Michael, Blake, and Tyler for doing this for us and letting us use Schwab, all of NRT exec, all of thespians who let us use some of the pieces, all of Schwab staff. So please read the program, um, but go to Show Takes For You and you can get some free tickets and you know enjoy it. And for as many devices, as many people as you want, all for free. I can't attest to how nice the program is. It is a very nice program. Oh, I got a sneak peek. So, <laughs> but anyway, guys, thank you very much for doing this. Um, I'm really looking forward to it. I'm going to have a great week and uh, sit back and with the box of tissues, most likely. But I'll, I'll sit back and watch it, too. But uh, You will need a box of tissues. Yeah. It's very sad. But <laughs> you will be crying. <laughs> That's a guarantee. <laughs> well, thank you guys for uh, being on, and uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, we'll see you next time. Hey, thanks very much for listening to this episode of the No Refund Theater podcast here on podbean.com. If you'd like more information or would like to get involved with No Refund Theater, please contact nertmail.psu at gmail.com. That's N-E-R-T mail.psu at gmail.com. Be sure to follow us on social media at No Refund Theater and on facebook.com slash No Refund Theater. Don't forget to tune into this podcast each and every Tuesday here on podbean.com, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Thanks for listening.